everyone, welcome back to the All Things Gymnastics Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Brittany. And this is the podcast where we talk about all things gymnastics. And today we are back with Blake and Kino from the Half In Half Out Podcast to break down our Olympic predictions. We're less than a week away from the start of the games, so we wanted to share with you our final thoughts and predictions. But before we get into that, we want to real quickly thank our Gold Level Patreon supporters. Thank you to Kevin K, Karina G, Maya A, Becca S, Nina L, DFP, Blake B, Elaine E, Rydog, Faith M, Kristen R, Lori S, Sabrina M, Amy C, and Erica S. We appreciate you all so much. Your monthly contribution helps us to keep this show going, so we really can't thank you enough. And if you're interested in supporting the show, we have a link to our Patreon on our website, which we have a link to our website in the show notes down below, so make sure you check that out. Now, let's get into today's episode. So before we get into our Olympic predictions, we wanted to make a small correction from last week's episode when we talked about the new name image likeness rule for college athletes. So it turns out that Olympic athletes can actually accept prize money from the Olympics and still maintain their eligibility. This is a rule that we were completely unaware of. It's a apparently been a thing since 2001. We had no idea. So thank you to everybody who reached out to us on social media to let us know and for sharing articles so we could learn more about it. I feel like it completely goes against everything that I've known about eligibility. I am truly shocked. Like, I had no idea. Like, I feel like even just the gym turnout as a whole, like, we talk about this as if athletes aren't able to accept money from the Olympics. Like, hasn't that been a thing? Right. (laughs) But apparently since 2001, they've been able to. I feel like such a bad gymnastics fan. (laughs) I know, right? I feel so uninformed. But hey, we appreciate people letting us know. And that's why we wanted to make that correction in this episode. But with that being said, I want to just kind of re-clarify then what all of this means. So college athletes can still not accept money from doing things like the post-Olympic tour, personal appearances that involve gymnastics in any way or commercials that also involve gymnastics in any way like we said on last week's episode so that's the difference between being pro and maintaining eligibility but college athletes with this new name image likeness rule can still accept brand deals make appearances and do autograph signings as long as it's not related to their gymnastics it has to be related to themselves and their fame their social media presence what they've acquired, I guess, from being a gymnast, but it has to do with them and not their gymnastics. Right. You're going to an autograph signing for Olivia Dunn because she's your favorite TikToker. Not because, not because she's, she's a gymnast. Yes. That's a good way of explaining it. And it, it's really confusing. It's still, this is still new to us. It's confusing for a lot of people right now, even for the athletes. Like I've mm-hmm. seen some athletes doing like Q&As on their Instagram and they're kind of saying that they're, they're not really jumping on any deals because they're trying to just sit back and see like how things play out. Like I think there's just a lot of confusion in a lot of different areas for everybody. So It's kind of just one of those things that we're all learning as we go. Um, We appreciate, again, everybody who reached out and did help us to clarify this because we do want to be reporting accurate information to you all. So we apologize for that. And we will try and do better in the future of making sure that, like, we are fully understanding, I guess, um, before we report on it. Because I thought that I had understood it and then it turns out that we were wrong. I think we didn't even bother looking into it because we were so confident that that was the rule. Like, we thought our whole lives as gymnastics fans that this was, like, a thing. Yeah. And we were pretty confident Which is wrong on our part. So we do apologize for that. So moving on from that, we are really excited that we are less than a week away from the opening ceremony of the Olympics... I can't believe that we're finally here at this point. It feels like it's just been the last couple of years have just drug on. And I feel like with COVID and just all the uncertainty in the world, we were never really sure if we were going to get to this point. And, you know, all of the athletes are arriving in Tokyo as we're recording this. The American team has been there for like two or three days. Yeah, it all feels very, very real. Yeah. So that's really exciting. Hopefully everybody can stay safe over there. That's also like a really big concern right now. There Just the other day, there was a, a false positive, I think, on the men's team. And it ended up being okay. But just a lot of anxiety surrounding this and hoping that all of the athletes all around the world just make it through this and stay safe. Stay safe, yeah, most importantly. But 
Hey guys, this is Brittany on Tuesday morning, which Tuesday is actually the day they were uploading this episode, but I did want to just put in a little update here. I'm sure a lot of you, if you're on social media, you're probably already aware of this, but Kara Aker, who is an alternate for the US team, actually tested positive for COVID on Sunday. So she's now in like a 10 to 14 day quarantine period, along with her teammate, Leanne Wan. They were also roommates at the time, so they both have to quarantine. And that's just really scary. I honestly, I couldn't imagine having to quarantine in a foreign country when you're supposed to be at the Olympics, like training, that's what she came here to do. And now she's isolated in a room all by herself without her family and her teammates and that's just so scary, and it's scary for the rest of the team as well. Kara was vaccinated. She reported to the press, I think, like last month at some point that she is vaccinated. So I think this just goes to show like how real this still is and how scary this can be for all of the athletes, even the ones who are vaccinated, and why you know, these athletes shouldn't be letting their guard down. Everyone should still be wearing their masks, social distancing, just following all those guidelines because this is what happens even when, you know, someone is vaccinated. So um, there's definitely more that we could say on this. We could probably go further into it. But for now, I just wanted to provide a quick little update on that just because it is relevant to this week's episode and the news and everything that's going on. With that being said, we just want to say that we have Kara in our thoughts and we're wishing her a speedy recovery. I hope that this was an isolated incident. Um, I really, really, really hope. And I hope that everybody can get through the Olympics across all of the different sports, all the different countries that everyone can just get through while testing negative. I feel like that's a lot to ask for at this point. And we're still, you know, such at the beginning stage of this, but definitely just want to send our wishes and thoughts and prayers to Kara and hope that she recovers safely. With that being said, this is going to be our podium predictions for just women's because we follow women's gymnastics more closely than we do men's. I don't I don't really feel like I can <laughs> offer a whole lot on men's gymnastics, maybe someday in the future. But so this is just our podium predictions for the women's side. And I just wanted to put a little, I guess, disclaimer before this that these are just our predictions. Yeah. These are our thoughts, our feelings. There's a really good possibility that we didn't mention somebody that you may have on your predictions, and that's okay. Or somebody who is a legitimate contender to not only make the final, but win a medal. Yeah. This isn't really a preview of everything that you should be, you know, everything that you should be expecting from the Olympics. This is just what we think will happen. This is what we personally want to happen. Just an opinion. Yeah. Because I think even while we were going back and editing this part of our episode, you know, I'm thinking of, oh, we didn't mention, you know, Jessica Gadarova or like so-and-so. Like there were so many people. Victoria Lisanova. Mm-hmm. We mentioned her in Half and Half Outs podcast. We didn't really mention her at all in ours. So make sure you listen to both parts of the podcast and also just know that like this is not an all-encompassing list. These are just our predictions. And in an attempt to not make our podcast like super long, because we spent like four hours recording between the two podcasts. Dedication. Truly. But we were exhausted. It was a long day for all of us and a long time recording. So I think just in, you know, an effort to keep things concise, we really just focused on our top three, our podium predictions, and then maybe naming a few people here and there that we think are in contention and that we just want to be in contention on some of the events. But there are so many talented gymnasts at this Olympics and really so much that can happen. So I just want to put it out there because I know I I expect to get some DMs, I'm sure, because we always do. Just know that like, if you have somebody on your podium, it's probably valid. Like they probably are somebody who's in contention, even if it's just to make an event final. And just because we didn't mention it doesn't mean that they aren't in contention, that we don't care about them. So they any of they don't exist. Yes. <laughs> we acknowledge that there are many, many people that we didn't mention here that still have a wonderful shot of being in an event final, possibly going for a medal and just having a good Olympic experience. So Just wanted to put that out there for you all. But anyways, enough rambling. Let's go ahead and get into our predictions with Blake and Kino. So today, back by popular demand, we have Blake and Kino from the Half In Half Out podcast. Thank you both for joining us again this week. 
It's lovely to be here. Popular demand, do you say? I know. I feel I feel so loved. <laughs> well, so our last episode, we were talking about this before we started recording, but our last episode kind of popped off. It ended up being our second most listened to episode of all time, which is super impressive because it hasn't even been up for that long. And we got a lot of good feedback like on social media. People like loved it. So like shout out to all of us, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We're really glad to have you guys back. So over on the Half and Half Out podcast, we did a part one where we do our Olympic predictions for the team final and then the all around final. And then today on our podcast, we're going to be breaking down all of the event final and our predictions. So make sure you go listen to Half and Half Out Part 1. So pause this episode, go listen to theirs, and then come back to ours. I guess it really doesn't matter. You could listen to it in any order. Just make sure you listen to both. But we record, like, we record the other one first. Yeah. So if it seems weird. Yeah. Like, you're like, hey, why haven't they brought that up? Well, we probably already brought it up. Yes. We have a lot of feelings. So many feelings. We like to do things in the proper order. Go to half in, half out first, and then come <laughs> back to us. Okay, so do we want to start with? Well, I guess we have to start with ball because that's like the first event. Unlike the actual like people who organize these events, let's go in the Olympic freaking order. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. So ball is the first event that we're going to see for the women. Who do you guys have winning ball? <laughs> I think we know the answer. <laughs> I mean Simone. Yeah, there's one answer here, and it's Simone. It is. Now, it's not always a guarantee, obviously, when it comes to vault, because, like, it took... No, that that vault medal was elusive for her a bit at Worlds. But I do think, in this case, it is Simone. Blake, Um, I I feel like Blake is disagreeing, because his face... No, I just... No, it's, like, obvious. It's very obviously Simone. I was was, was side-eyeing the fact that it's, like, well, maybe not. No, like, it's... You hey be prepared for whatever could happen yeah i mean like has she been getting overscored on execution on her vaults domestically absolutely everybody gets overscored on vault and execution regardless <laughs> has hers been like so egregious that i've like been a little mad yes is she still so far ahead in difficulty even if she isn't because she says she's not going to do the triangle type for event finals because yeah. they don't get a warm-up which is in what is like so does that mean they're just not getting like the touch warm-up or is there no like you don't you don't get any there's no touch there's no no touch so my guess is that they warm up in the warm-up gym right and then they all yeah which depending on when you're gonna go and when the actual thing starts like that's just not safe yeah right well and it's frustrating too because i feel like in an olympic event final you want to see Okay, not to say that Simone's vaults aren't the best regardless, but like I want to see her do the most difficult vault being done. Mm-hmm. Like she's doing it at the Olympics and it's the fact that she can't do it really in the event finals just because she can't warm up before. Like really, whoever makes these rules up needs to get it together. But I'm okay with her doing her like normal vault just because she does them so well. That... Normal. <laughs> normal. The human <laughs> well, like, vault. The vaults she typically does, I guess. Yeah. Like, I mean, in my hopes and dreams, like it would obviously be her doing the chung and the Yurchenko double pike. Yeah. I would triple pike. Yeah. Double pike. Double double pike. Double. I'm losing my mind. Magic this is the this you know, is, like, Kino's making up vaults and I love it. <laughs> this is the um this is where like starting in vault is a little contentious because this is where Tuber Country really becomes an, like a hot mess express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's because they put Michaela Skinner as the plus one individual, and they also have Jade Carey. And when you have them two plus Simone Biles, they all have the same strengths. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're all basically literally doing the same balls if Simone is not doing the Urchenko. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I do want to correct myself. In a dream world, it would be the Urchenko, the Urchenko double pike and the Biles. I, I said the Chung, but I meant the Biles, but she hasn't done the Biles in so long. It's not going to happen. Yeah. But it's just, yeah, it's going to be a mess. And like Skinner and Carrie are like neck and neck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's go around. Who does everyone have actually making the final? Because I think whoever makes the final, that's who's getting silver. So it's like, who, who do you pick in? I can go first. Yeah, go first. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> um, I, I'm going with Skinner. Which is funny because I feel like that's polar opposite of like what I would initially have gone with like a year ago. 
I just feel like her vaults are looking so good as of late. Like her Chong, she's actually getting both hands on the table. Love that. And she's just been consistent. <laughs> Kino's laughing. The bar of having both hands on the table. It'll get you an Olympic medal. Alternatively, the amount of impressiveness of being able to do literally anything without getting both your hands on the table. Right. Like that, to be honest, deserves an Olympic medal in its own. Like, but I mean, couldn't it technically be considered a different vault family? One hand on the table? It would still be, I feel like it would still be your Chanko though, because the entry is still the same. Oh, the entry is the same, but I feel like it should be a different skill. (laughs) Yeah. Has anyone ever done a one-armed? No, vault? just Kale Skinner. So. <laughs> um, one time Morgan almost did in one armed vault. I'm pretty sure. But one like, and this. nobody's ever done it intentionally. Like, nobody's ever been like, "This is my new skill." The one. Oh no 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 no! no. Handspring. But I guess so. Anyways, I feel like we all know how Michaela is, and she. I feel like she's gonna be coming in like very hot at this Olympics because she like wants a medal. So I kind of feel like her motivation, like this is basically, I mean, I guess we can talk about it, but this, in my opinion, this is really her only chance of getting a medal is going to be on ball. So I feel like she kind of somewhere in her brain, Loki knows that. And she's going to go all out. Like she, I can just sense it. And she's doing some of her best vaults right now. Like I can see it happening. She high key knows that and absolutely like said that in media. She was yeah. like, obviously my best chance, this is all, all paraphrasing. She was basically like, obviously my best chance of metal is vault. I guess floor is possible. And then she's like, I mean, I'm going to do all around and like, we'll see what happens with beam and bars. I think she literally was like, I mean, it's not going to happen, but you never know. Like a shooter shot with any event that she kept, but like, why would you not? Which I appreciate. Well, it also doesn't, yeah. I mean, no offense, um Michaela but it's also you know vault is the event with the least room for deduction and like execution deduction so like floor with some of the execution issues if they're if they're there which by the way I just want to say like off topic one of I think it was her last YouTube video that she posted it's literally like her working on execution every event and it's not I'm not necessarily throwing shade like I'm really glad that she's working on it and I think that she's showing like even on bars like she actually like when she tries to have like really clean form and like when she's trying I think she's not as bad as people think she is but I'm also like why are you guys waiting until a week before the Olympics to start working on your execution when you could have done it your whole career and like not be in the situation I I have historically dogged on Michaela Skinner I will probably continue to do it to some degree but like <laughs> I genuinely appreciate and find it legitimately funny that she posted that video and was like, rare footage of Michaela Skinner working on execution. Like, that's the level of being in on the the joke that I just really, I like genuinely appreciate. I thought it was a troll and then I saw who posted it and I was like, oh my God. (laughs) So that's points for me. Like, I I can appreciate that she can be in on the joke. Yeah. I, I do also think that the silver medal or you know the spot the super country spot you know a lot of things can happen is is hers um just because we haven't seen jade's top difficulty in quite some time on vault we don't really know how the ankle um is doing or anything like that so i think that it is skinner's spot for the taking but again could go either way it could go either way yeah yeah i agree with everything you're saying i worry more about the difference between like domestic and international scores with mm-hmm. Michaela that I do Jade on every event and we at don't really least have least on vault so like if it's going to be an not be an issue somewhere it would be vault um and I would say I would agree that and, and I, I think she knows that this is really her primary if not only opportunity for an individual medal uh, for a medal since she's an individual. Oh, I should clarify. We don't really have a recent precedent of international scoring for her. Yeah. We didn't have one at all. Yeah. We do have one. It's just been a long time. I mean, she did gymnastics in 2020 before everything shut down. But then before that, I think it was, it was 2014. 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I have a feeling about Skinner though. I'm, I'm feeling good about her. And I, I also do hope that she can walk away from this with a medal. I feel like that would mean so much to her. I'm happy for Michaela that she's at the mm-hmm. Olympics. And I actually do genuinely really hope that she comes away with a medal. I would be very happy. Well, and it's hard too, because she's not on the team. She's not going to get that team medal. So yeah. for her and Jade, it's really just about like getting your own medal. And like we've already said, this is her best shot to do that. So yeah. I hope she can do it. Yeah. yeah. Anything can happen though. Tuber country, it's gonna be one of them. Yeah. Uh, I, I would I would agree that that person probably has silver. Um, the question is really bronze here. Yeah. Which is... I would love to see Steingruber defend her bronze. I really would. That's who I have in my prediction. Yeah. Also, um, European champion in that event. So obviously looking pretty good. I think Alexa Moreno is also in the mix though. Like I've seen a lot of people have her on their podium. That's who I have. I was going back and forth between Julia and Alexa and I chose her so I also like in my hopes and dreams would just love for Chuso to get another yes. medal I do I think she would totally have to pull out her full difficulty um and I don't know if she will but I would just love that so much just yeah. because like I'm I'm not convinced this is her last Olympics I'm never convinced she will literally have to like honestly probably be dead until for me to actually think she's retired. See, I, I think this is it for her. See, yeah. All right, okay. So I interviewed her for Inside Gymnastics and mm-hmm. she sounded pretty serious. She's like, I'm done. Like, this is it. And I've said, like, I said to her, like, you've said that before. And then she was basically like, I never said that. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to argue with you. <laughs> I mean, she's already in the Hall of Fame. And she's still competing. It's like, unbelievably legendary to still be there. Yeah. yeah. And, and competitive. Like, and I compa- do legitimately competitive. really need her in the final just for her to be in the final. Is it really a vault final if Chusa's not there? Um, like, 2019 Worlds, did the vault final really happen? Well, and the thing is, too, with Chuso, so she has an Olympic gold medal. She has an Olympic silver medal. All she needs to complete the collection is bronze. And I feel like, okay, she's probably not getting gold or silver. So like bronze question mark, maybe. Like I mean, that's my get the bronze. It makes sense. Also, my Murakami, so this is the first she at Worlds or Olympics before, she's never done two vaults, but she's planning on doing them here. So um she also could be in contention for a medal. And I would love that for her. She does a handspring Rudy and then a Yurchenko double, which her Yurchenko double is actually pretty solid. Yeah. So. And we should probably mention that the Japanese women, they've never had a like female gymnast win a medal at the Olympics. So how cool would that be for my Murakami in Japan to get a medal and to be yeah. like the first ever to do that? It would be perfect. So I'm like all here for all the medal opportunities for her. Yeah, that's my like heart pick mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. It's Murakami. Well, my heart pick is Chiso. But, or am I? Or am I, yes. Yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. of, you know, <laughs> so we were talking, we're talking about my, and then, um, you know how, so the Japanese Federation finally said, hey, like, do the, um, the Japanese name order with family name first. Do you think that NBC will actually do it? Oh, by saying, like, Murakami Mai? hmm Oh, Probably absolutely not. not. Because, like, I know that for the longest time, like, they didn't have it in their official, like, FIG stuff, I think. Um, so that's why everybody like we've all just run around saying my Murakami um but I just really wonder like I don't trust NBC I don't either I will say it's hard when you've gone so long oh that wasn't a criticism of you I promise no well no I mean I've I've literally like thought about this like it's so hard when you are so used to saying something a certain way and then now suddenly they're like like this is how it actually is. even if you're like pronouncing someone's name wrong and this whole time you've been wrong and then you find yes. like years can, like- <laughs> can I tell you the the trick that has legitimately made me not forget to do this with the Chinese names hmm. every time I see a name of a Chinese gymnast I think far Mulan as they address <laughs> yeah. her in the movie and then well, I'm like it's also really hard because when you hear it constantly wrong you're like are or you don't know if you've heard it wrong you have no idea if they're pronouncing it correctly so sometimes I have to think in my head how is it put on the screen and what is capitalized yeah because like is anything capitalized is anything like, capitalized but like sometimes like you can tell not, yeah. based on the way it's formatted on the tv screen yeah. um or like in tennis it's really easy because they always just put everybody's last name um so you can tell but like yeah, it's 
it's hard. It's hard. Um, I'm just saying the Mulan rule makes it way easier. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that worked in my brain, but like when I see that, like it just like. Like on our t shirt, they're all like correct Japanese formatting. Yeah. It's like that's their name. I'll get, I'll tell you guys that after. Never mind. There's another thing I'll tell you, but it's not, it's not related to this. So it's, Jap- it's, it's Japan and China that do that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like, oh. But China, China was less of an issue because they had been submitting athletes' names that way where it was an issue with the Japanese Federation, like not being insistent on it. Cause I remember Lauren talking about it yeah. um, and like going in and changing everything on her yeah. database to reflect what they were asking for. Yeah. I need to get better at that. It's okay. We're all tired today. Are we ready to move on to Uneven Mars? Yes. Yes. Okay. Still better about Becky Downey. Cause I feel like <sighs> I want to have her on my podium. Yes. Not Same. over that. I think the biggest battle is going to be obviously between Nina and Suni for mm-hmm. gold and silver. Um, Suni, if she does her full difficulty, connects everything, she's going to be at a 6.8. Whereas if she doesn't, she's 6.5. And then Nina, I think, is going to be going for the 6.7 routine. So I think really, it's really going to depend on if Suni connects everything. Yeah. I think that Suni needs to have like all her connections in order to get the gold. I think that if she doesn't do her full difficulty, she'll still be on the podium and get oh, a absolutely. Um, But I think if, if we're talking gold and silver here, like she needs that six, eight. Yeah, I think. Nina, I feel like she's more consistent with her connections. Mm-hmm. So considering that she has a six, seven difficulty and I feel like she's more consistent, like she gets that difficulty score more consistently than Suni gets her highest difficulty. Um, that'll be interesting. Suni's only ever hit the 6.8 twice, right? She did it championships and then one of the days of trials. Um, yeah, day one of trials because it was that's the top score on bars, which is a 15-3. Yeah. So she is coming in with that. I personally have Suni first and then I have Nina second. I think it will also be interesting depending on how Nina decides to compose that routine because, you know, there have been um, composition variations and I don't necessarily, I think she's, I think her composition is also going to be a major factor. The only other American on this top 10 list is Riley. Yeah. Well, that's just skipping down. Like if we skip past for a second, I have my others in the mix section and I have Biles can make the final. That's because Riley's not here. Yeah. So um, I think that Riley could have contended for a medal. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. Simone, I think maybe if like shit hits the fan and like Simone hits. It will take mistakes from others for Simone to make the podium. Yes. Um, I think she has a definitely a per- perfectly reasonable chance to actually make the final. But I yeah. also think that depends on who everybody else is bringing their best bars routines. And honestly, it wouldn't shock me if you even had Simone end up in like that first reserve spot. And you're just like, oh, yeah. Okay. If we skip back up to like who we have in bronze position, um, I have Fan Yilin from China. Has a 6.5 difficulty and the second highest bar score of the whole year with a 15.233. She's Um, also a world champion from 2015 and 2017. Don't forget that. Well, yeah, she's like a co co world champion, co 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 co, um, because that was that four way tie in 2015. Yeah. So I really would love for her to get the bronze just because. You know, her Olympics last time did not go very well. I think that would be a nice, I don't know, a nice thing for her. Yeah, it's nice, like, full circle. Like, it actually, like, works out for her this time. Yes. Blake, any thoughts? Uh, no, this seems like a hot mess to me. Um, <laughs> us not taking enough people who are good at bars is extremely stupid. Like, the the Russian scores kind of seem sketchy to me. The Belgian scores kind of seem sketchy to me. So it's really, like, I, it, it feels very up in the air once we get to, especially when we get to bronze. Yeah. Other people that are in the mix, Razava from Russia, Malnikova could get in there. Um, they're specialists. I don't know how to pronounce her name. I think it's Alanikova. Um, I think. I'm really bad with names. 
but basically like the russians the chinese they're all in the mix also elizabeth sites um because she got fourth in rio and i feel like she's kind of been in the mix for years so i also feel like she gets overlooked a lot yeah so depending on what happens i feel like she also is possibly in contention for that bronze position 100 percent. bars is a bars is a mess and also like i don't know bars is just hard because like we're saying with vault like you do a vault and you either like fall or you don't like you could fall eight times on bars like it there's just so much that could happen yeah also like i think it is going to be the most surprising that's not true beam will be interesting but like well no i feel like bars i feel like you're right in saying that like bars like we don't know who's gonna win we don't know and there's no clear i don't think there is no clear favorite i mean there's a two two clear favorites but there's no like oh nina's running away with it or suni's running away with it that's just not a thing right and the whole, like, the entire margin is, like, relatively, is relatively close if you're looking at top, top scores. Yes. It's not, like, vault where you have Simone with, like, a 16. I mean, we'll see some Russians in the final as well. We'll see who hits for bronze, but. Yeah, I am curious, like, I don't have the list in front of me enough to, to make real predictions here, but, like, it will be interesting to watch and see who else makes that final, mm-hmm. not from U.S., China, Belgium, and Russia. Moving on to Beam. <laughs> Beam is another one where it's like so many people could even disqualify to this final. So it's yeah. hard to talk about our predictions because it's like, who's actually going to be in this final? We don't know. <laughs> um, especially with the Chinese in particular. Yeah. I think literally the entire Chinese team could make the Beam final. And, and, like, all, metal. and all metal. And I love that for them. Yeah. Yeah. U.S. is to vault as China is to Beam. Yes. Like, it's just this tuber country situation is going to be... Except for, I don't, I genuinely think that every Chinese gymnast on the team, other than Fanya Lin, who's not, that's not really a possibility. You have five Chinese gymnasts who can make this final. Yeah. Whereas the U.S. has <laughs> three or like four maximum. No, 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 what? It's not just, it's not like you were saying no one. Like, no, it's just that, like and the U.S. US has. The U.S. doesn't have five gymnasts who could make the vault final. In the beam final. Right, whereas like China's like we could have. Five oh, you mean the vault final? That makes sense. Yeah, yeah like yeah. there's yeah, not yeah. five people. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's even more so the China their relationship with being that compared to us as vault, but that's like yeah, the general same principles. Like they're gonna tuber country themselves. It's hard to say without knowing which Chinese gymnasts are gonna actually make the finals. Yeah. yeah. I think Chinese gymnasts and Simone. Yeah. Yeah. So I personally have Guan Chen Chen winning. Mm-hmm. I love her. <laughs> Um, I have Oyushan, but I feel like they both could potentially have a 7.0 start value on beam. And then at that rate, it's just who's going to do better. That's if they both do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Do we say who we think the other qualifier from the U.S. would be? We didn't. We can go there. I think Simone and Suni would be the two that qualify to the final. I don't know if I see anyone other than potentially Simone getting a medal. I could be wrong, but that's just kind of my, my gut feeling. What do you think? Uh, I, I, I think I agree. Yeah. I mean, if it's not SUNY, then I do think it would be Jordan yeah. if Jordan hits, but I think yeah. SUNY has the edge there. Yeah. Well, and, I, and SUNY said that she wants to get top three on beam, which someone messaged us on Instagram and they wanted us to bring this up. Um, SUNY actually is putting out there like what what exactly she wants on each event, which oh. I do appreciate because I feel like we always hear people say that like, like they're just so bad. Well, yeah. I want to hit four for four and just enjoy the experience. Like that's yeah. their goal. Yeah. So SUNY actually like laid out of what she actually wants. She wants team gold, second all around, top two on bars, she said, and then top three on beam. So she is going for a beam medal. Like that is actually one of her goals for this games. So I don't know. I think that's going to be really hard for her to do with the Chinese and then also with Simone. Um, Simone obviously is defending world champ. And I think that she's going to be doing like a redemption beam. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is the elusive gold medal. Yeah, it's like she is going to be pulling out all the stops, I think, for this routine. So I think with that being said, and then the two Chinese, whoever it ends up being, but like we have Guan Chen Chen, Oyushan with like outrageous difficulty. Um I think it's going to be hard for Sunni to get on the podium, but I, I do appreciate her, like, honesty. And, like, well, and I think if she hits a routine and everyone else, if there's other people making mistakes, like, it's it's possible. Yeah. It's totally possible. Yeah. We just, like, could have used some beam people. That would have been nice. 
it also is very like in this like top ten list. It's always like China, <laughs> so like yeah. it's the other one where we don't have the same like Russian domination either. Like the top five scores are Chinese gymnasts, three of who are not here. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's and then right. Simone, and, and then this girl who's from the country of Georgia. Yep. Huh. Um, I don't think she's even competing at the Olympics. No. And then Emily Lee. <laughs> Emily Lee from camp. So, um, yeah. and you know, this is all um, about 15, a Ukrainian so gymnast like who is injured and not there. Like I said at the beginning, like I feel like there's so many people that can qualify to this that, like, also it's beam. So you never know how that's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and there's also Sane Vevers, who's the yeah. reigning Olympic champion. Mm-hmm. I think she's in the conversation, definitely to make the final. I don't mm-hmm. know if I can see her defending her title. Maybe if she's lucky. She'll get a medal. I think she would need to hit all of her connections. Yeah, like that's gonna be. And like, even then, I I don't think she has enough difficulty. I mean, even like Simone, for example, has a six point five start value, which is pretty big. Sane, I think, is only like five point seven, if I'm remembering off the top of my head correctly. So she's like, I don't know. She's she's she. I think she needs a little as, bit more. Yeah, it's not as like clear cut. Not that it was clear cut in 2016 either. I don't think, but like it's. There's just so many more people out there that have way more difficulty than she mm-hmm. has right now at this point in time. So yeah, she would need other people to make a mistake, I think, to really be in contention for a medal. It's gonna be interesting to watch, though. Like, this oh is... yeah, it it that's the event where you're holding your breath the whole time. Yeah. Also, I want to mention Elena Garasimova because she was brought to the Olympics like solely for this event. <laughs> well, not solely. If she's on the team, if she's on the four-person team, then obviously she'll be doing more than just beam. But like, she's probably Russia's best hope for getting a medal on beam. Um, mm-hmm. She's also not the most consistent, so that'll be interesting to see. But she is the 2019 junior world champion on that event. And I love her beam routine from that competition in particular because she's like so flawless. So we'll see because she was somebody that I was kind of considering putting on my podium. So um, I actually have her on mine in bronze, but that's just me. Oh, do you really? It just made me in bold. <laughs> oh, yeah. Interesting. Just a bold prediction. And also I want to put out there Flavia because yeah. I love Flavia. <gasps> And I need her to get a medal. She needs an Olympic medal. So I kind of feel like Beam is her best shot. Can it please be Beam? Didn't I she get fourth in Rio? Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm almost positive. And she doesn't have like a world medal or anything like that. So I feel like she's just long overdue. She deserves it. Her and her ring she's put it. She's put in the work. Now she just needs to get that medal. <laughs> Any other predictions for Beam? I just think it's going to be two Chai G's gymnasts and Simone. That's yeah. I yeah. like provided that everybody hits. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Russia is going to be able to sneak in there unless China has a, mental, a meltdown. Agreed. Um, floor, Simone Files. I have her as gold. Duh. Controversial yet brave. Um, <laughs> You're so brave for saying that. Um, yeah. I know. <laughs> and then Russia is our next. I think we'll have a Russian in there. I disagree. <laughs> oh, really? No Russians in the in on the podium. I don't actually. So, I, like I said, I have Simone first. I have Jade Carey second. Oh yeah, duh. Um. Well, here's the thing though, because so she has the the laid out triple double that she's apparently bringing to the Olympics. I don't know if she would do that in the no. event final. No, she absolutely will not. So she's basically thrown. I mean, unless it's like really, really great and she's hitting it good, but like, I feel like if she's going for that, she's hardly competed at, she's hardly competed, she's hardly done it. I mean. We've only seen it from running off the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like she's basically like throwing away a medal at that point if she tries to do that in the event final. But <laughs> what, what do you think about if she does it in qualifications to get it named after her and she falls and then she doesn't make the event finals? Then do you have Skinner advancing to the event finals? No. On floor? No. So there, Jordan Giles, would you have any? It, but I don't know. I think it would just depend. And it also depends on Suni's difficulty. Like what? If Suni does a four past 14, yeah. It's possible. Uh, yeah, Suni's possible. Um, I would say Suni over Jordan. But I think it depends, honestly. I I feel like Jade. Well, yeah, honestly, that's a that's a point that I didn't even think about. What if she doesn't? If make she finals? does the triple double, messes it up, and then doesn't make finals, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh. Because also, it's like what she she kind of has to do it mm-hmm. yeah. in 
qualification. Like she, if she wants it named after her, she doesn't really have a choice. Um, That'll be interesting. <laughs> yeah. So I feel blown. like if, if we're talking that Jade doesn't make the event finals, I am going with Jordan because I feel like she's super, super, mm-hmm. super consistent on floor. Um, I don't necessarily know if I would put her as getting a medal, but I would have her as the second American. Second, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a toss up for me. I think Suni and, and Jordan, just depending on like Jordan. Yeah, just where Suni's at. Like I think Suni at her best. Um, but Suni, if it was based on what we saw so far, I would say say Jordan. And I also part of I also partially want to say Jordan just because like her name hasn't come up at all. Yeah. Really, in any other no. event final, and like. This is her best shot, I feel like, if she were yeah. to. Well, depending, because I think all around, she like if she advances in the all-around final over SUNY, I would have hers getting an all-around medal. Oh, yeah. It just depends. Same. I also, I, I think that there's like a, I think it's a really interesting position to be in, to be the Jordan Childs where like, she was basically a lock. Like we knew that mm-hmm. midway through, like before trials, right, that she was like almost definitely on the team. And then to not be having conversations about her for like any particular event finals, I think is just interesting in that it shows like that consistency and like well-roundedness while not necessarily like having events where we're like, oh, well, like it's obviously going to be Simone and Jordan for event finals. Yeah. Um, that she's still contributing so much as an all-around gymnast that we, yeah. like she's still extremely valuable to our team. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, the way people talked about Gabby coming into 2016 because Gabby was like okay Gabby's probably gonna make the bars final but nobody was really talking about Gabby as far as I can remember maybe be like maybe beam but nobody was really talking about Gabby in any other finals um but not even beam because Lori was there so people assumed it was going to be the the Simone Lori one two and then the Maddie Gabby one two in bars yeah so I guess that's kind of where Jordan's ending up I guess a little bit so I would love to see her get a medal on floor Mm -hmm. um if it doesn't happen in the all-around yeah I'd like her to get some sort of medal yeah um we'll get a team medal most likely yeah yeah I mean provided that nothing bad happens true Um, yeah I think I'm more like I expect I feel like we expect the Americans to come away with like at least yeah, like as many medals as they can possibly get. So I feel like with someone like, yeah. Jordan, like I'm, I'm thinking in my head of her as having like a team gold medal and then some sort of individual medal. But then I'm like, wait a sec, I don't have her on any of my podiums. How yeah. does this work out? And yeah. I think that, and I do think that the only place that the US is guaranteed two medals in the individual finals is vault. Yeah. yeah. My third, I have Murakami Mai. Yes. Me too. <laughs> I would love for her to get a floor medal. Me too. Yes. So she, just for people, just a reminder, 2017 world champion, and then 2018, she got bronze. So I feel like she's coming for that Olympic medal. And I feel yeah. like, you know, having it be kind of like her her home Olympics, like, come on. I had Angelina Malnikova. She has a little bit of a higher start value, but I also feel like she's not as consistent mm-hmm. as Kami is. So yeah. because I changed my mind. No Russians in the no Russians on the podium. Blake, who do you have on your podium? Who's your third or second, I guess, if you don't have Carrion? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I would say, yeah, either say it's like Simone, two Russians, or either Russian and I can't pick, and my, I really want my. Also, mm-hmm. don't forget about Vanessa Ferrari. I want Vanessa Ferrari in that final so bad. I almost, said, actually, I almost said Vanessa Ferrari. Out of everyone that we've talked about, she actually has like the next highest difficulties she yeah. has 6.3 um and i we said this on your guys's episode but i want to say it on ours too um vanessa ferrari is on the italian team now yes last week we we announced the teams and we had georgia villa on the team and then literally like a couple hours after we posted that we found out the news and i'm like you know what i'm not going back to edit it i'll just correct it in this episode so um vanessa ferrari is actually on the italian team and yeah i definitely think that she's vying for a medal on floor too so you said Malnikova, you have her as like your third yeah so she has a 6.1 start value Mm -hmm. um whereas my murakami has a 5.9 5.9 it's not that big of a difference it's only two times right but I think it's really going to come down to consistency 
So I guess we'll see. I'd also like to see Melanie get a floor medal. We haven't <laughs> talked about her for any of the event finals either. Which is because I feel like she actually is like vying to at least be in the final. Like I could see her in the beam final, um, obviously all around final. Like she's definitely in the conversation on a couple of different. Yeah, she just like kind of the Jordan Childs though. Of, like, <laughs> I also That's... feel like she was more in the conversation for these finals when we talked about this as if the Olympics were a year ago. I also have down just my hopes for making the finals. So not necessarily like medal contenders, which is people I want to see in the finals. Brooklyn Moores. Mm-hmm. Like it's not mm-hmm. a final without Brooklyn Moores. Brooklyn Moores for bronze. <laughs> I'm here for it. Um, I also yeah. have Roxana Popa and I also have my fave Flavia. Yeah. My I going out, I'll say my final podium for floor. I have Biles Carey and Murakami Mai. Mm-hmm. have Melnikova yeah. on yours Blake you're yeah, kind of I think I'll say Melnikova I think I'll say Melnikova and Murakami yeah Murakami and then Kino what was your um Murakami who's your two Jade. um honestly Jade because I kind of forgot that because Jade hasn't been doing full difficulty I kind of forgot about Jade's difficulty temporarily <laughs> yeah um and I'm like oh well duh if she's whipping out like these other skills that we haven't seen of course like it just it's weird because we haven't seen her do full difficulty in a while so in my head yeah. I took her out of that metal conversation I was like no no yeah you really you're out of that conversation you really forgot about her <laughs> you're like oh, I I really did even though I literally discussed her in my long conspiracy theory about her being in the floor final um but you know are you planning on watching everything live like are you gonna get yes, up I am yeah <laughs> I'm gonna I do as much might as not I can. watch all the I'm not gonna watch all the mag live most likely because it's so long and no offense there's like six there's six it's just so long and it's in the morning I'll probably watch the team finals and the event finals yeah. maybe for men but like qualifications if I'm being honest probably I, not. You're gonna have I'll to probably wake up to see watch Yule but that's it I have to live tweet for Inside Gymnastics, so <laughs> I need you to stay up with me, Brittany. Mike is laughing. Oh, no. Because, <laughs> like, I, if anything I watch live, with the exception of the one where we're going to watch together, which we should talk about yeah. in at least one of these episodes. Um, yeah. Sorry, Kira, unless you want to, like, drive to Michigan. So um, we're having a little Michigan meetup to watch Team I heard. At 6.45 in the morning... <laughs> we're doing brunch Let's go. okay so wrapping up this episode we want to thank Blake and Kino again for joining us this week and also make sure you go listen to part one over on their podcast they are on all major platforms and also make sure you're following them on social media if you're not already they're on Twitter and Instagram our Instagram and Twitter are at H-I-H-O podcast and if you go to either of those, it takes you to a link tree that will take you to everything else, including our Patreon T Public store and all the ways to listen. Yes. This is getting messy. I'm like ready to go to bed. <laughs> We've been, we'll be doing this for four hours. Yeah. Oh my God. It's really been that long. Yeah. <laughs> we were supposed to go for a jog this evening. I don't think that happened. <laughs> All right. Well, right. thank you guys. Thank you guys again for you too. We like you guys a lot. Yes. Thank you for four hours of your life. Oh my god. Same. I'm, I, I'm excited to get to see you guys in real life. Next, yeah. Like what next week? Week after something like that. I'm gonna have um, some serious FOMO. The 27th. So we have a little over a week, and we're gonna meet in person. <gasps> Yay! I'm so excited. Thank you guys for tuning in to this week's episode and thank you again to Blake and Kino for taking the time to join us this week. So we actually all decided, we as in myself, Brittany, Kino, and Blake, that we're going to be doing a Spaces after the All Around Final, which will be on Thursday, July 29th. And for those of you that might not know, Spaces is a Twitter function. It's relatively new where people can get together and talk and you can either join in the conversation if you want, you have to request or you can just listen, but you're not on camera or anything like that. It's really just imagine like a big group phone call. Yeah. It's kind of what it's like. Or even like doing like a podcast, like how you're listening to us, but you can't actually like see us. It would feel very much like that. But the cool thing about this is that you could request to speak if you have something that you want to say or you want to share your thoughts. 
you can request to speak and then we can all talk together live about it which I think is yeah. really cool yeah we just thought it would be a, a fun thing to do with our listeners both our listeners and half and half outs listeners after the Olympic all-around final so that's our plan as of right now we're planning on doing a spaces and we'd love if you guys came and join us so as of right now we don't actually know like we can't really promise you exactly what time we're going to be doing it just because we don't know like, exactly when the meet is going to end when the award ceremony is going to be done because we're obviously going to want to watch that um also there's like a slight possibility that ashley could get wrapped into like some sort of media thing for inside gymnastics just helping with like transcribing something quickly like stuff like that so we're kind of keeping the time flexible at this point in time I would estimate between 10 a.m. Eastern time to noon Eastern time. It's kind of like a two hour window. That's likely when it will be, somewhere between that time. But of course, as it gets closer, we'll give updates. Like even that day, or as the meet's happening, we'll probably post an update what we're thinking. Like, hey, we're planning on doing this at this time. Make sure you're following us on Twitter if you're not and you want to join. We're all things gym pod. And then also make sure you're following Half and Half Out. They are at H I H O podcast. Or think of it as Hi Ho Podcast. Yes, Hi Ho Podcast. There you go. I think it's important to follow both of us just because we don't know, again, a lot of things up in the air. We don't know whose platform is actually hosting the space. It might be the All Things Gymnastics podcast on Twitter or it might be half and half out and then we just join their space. So make sure you're following both of us. That way you can get updates on time and, you know, where this is taking place if you want to join. This is like the longest outro ever we apologize we have a lot to say as for our like next episode when that'll be going up things are gonna get kind of funky next week with the olympics and our sleep schedules first of all and you know like i said before ashley does stuff for inside gymnastics she's kind of wrapped up in like another gymnastics related like gig (laughs) yeah basically um i think our plan is to not upload something next monday because that would be right after qualifications and two days of us like staying up all day to watch all night and all early morning to watch both the men's and women's qualification rounds i think the turnaround to have to record a podcast right after that is just going to be too much for us so i think what we're going to do is after the all-around final we will have an episode up probably that that coming Friday, so the day after the all-around final, and that episode will be talking about the team final and the all-around final and our thoughts and all of that, and then the following Monday, like typical, we will have another episode where we do like our event final talk and wrap up kind of like our thoughts on the Olympics, so you can expect an episode probably next Friday and then one that following Monday. Life is chaotic, y'all, I know. Hang in there with us. And all the time zone changes and all of that just makes it even more confusing, but it only happens once every four years, or in this case, once every five years. So <laughs> we're just gonna try to enjoy it as much as we can. And we hope that you do too, of course. So that's it for this week's episode. We hope you guys enjoyed it, and we hope that you enjoy the start of the Olympics. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.